Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. College basketball season in the state of Virginia. Matt Joseph's here alongside Andrew Wallace of Black and Drew. We're going to do this podcast every week as we talk about the, the state of Virginia college basketball. It's come to my attention that Andrew has been doing the Commonwealth ranks for the state of Virginia. Did it just come to your attention? Well, not really, but I've just, you know, I've, I decided to attack it yesterday. Yeah. I decided to address it at least. Got a little beef with me we need to settle? We have a, well, we have a couple of beefs. There's some problems. There's some problems. But all right, so I'm going to let you start okay. by saying your number one team in the state of Virginia, and this was before yesterday's Virginia game. Not that it matters, but your number one team in the state of Virginia is? University of Richmond Spiders. Okay. Please expand. All right. I think that even with this Blake Francis news just coming out, this Thursday morning that he'll be out four to six weeks, which means he could be back for the Atlantic 10 championship. Obviously, this poll is based week to week. We do it every Wednesday on social media at Wallace ESPN. But I just think that Richmond is playing the best offensive basketball of any of the teams that are in the top five, including, you know, Liberty, UVA, Virginia Tech, VCU. And I think their defense is not quite up to the standards yet of Liberty's or UVA's. I look at both of those and I know Virginia Tech's hot. And I know that they've played really well, but their schedule's been kind of soft. They have taken care of business lately. UVA has not, so that's another thing we'll talk about, I'm sure. But I just think Richmond with Gilliard, knowing that Francis is out, is going to use some of the auxiliary players, and they're going to step up, and they're going to put themselves in a position where the KOs, the Gustafsons, the Wojcik's, the secondary guys get a lot out of this four to six weeks where Blake is out. And... To be honest, the St. Louis loss was kind of disturbing for me. I didn't like that lack of toughness. That's been a problem for Richmond. But I just think offensively, this is the best team in the state. And defensively, there's not too much of a difference between U of R, Liberty, and UVA. You are saying that that Richmond's defense is on par with Liberty's and Virginia's. Not quite. But I do still see potential, and I've I've seen a lot of progress with them, Matt. I mean, they've worked really—they were bad at defense the last two seasons, really bad at it. So you could look at it that way and say that because they were so bad, you know, the expectations, the bar has been lowered. They did leave their feet a lot on jump shots in that Davidson game, and, you know, Davidson just doesn't have any scorers with Pritchard out. I mean, so there's that, but I think you rank the defenses, and you probably go UVA 1, Liberty 2, and— there is a little gap between those two and Richmond, but I, I do think that Richmond is closing that gap. So what is, as we do this, what is your basis? Like, what is the, how do you rank these teams? What are you considering the most? What are you considering the least? I look at all the games. I mean, I watch all the games. So that's the first thing. It's a lot of gut. I'm throwing a lot of just feeling out there. Take a look at Ken Palm. Also look at Net, which I'm still not fully sold on, but it is the new RPI. It's the thing that we lean on. And also opponents, like common opponents. I know transitive property isn't everybody's favorite piece of logic, but I do throw that in there. I do factor that in there, and I kind of look at how some other teams all across college basketball have done. By the way, by Ken Palm's numbers, Virginia Tech's defense is better than Richmond's defense, and yet you put Richmond ahead of them. Um, Now, granted, the level of competition, but then again, also you've got Virginia Tech with ACC games and Richmond with games against, you know, McNeese State and Hampton and South Alabama. So on my show, I brought up a poll. 
And I'd like to thank Twitter first off because I can only put four people on there. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of annoying. You had to deal with that. And so I got a lot of people because I am not very high on UVA so far this year. I don't think they're very good in terms of their offense is atrocious to watch. The defense is still the best in the country. But so I put up a poll. Uh, as of taping, 275 people voted. And I just said, who's the best team in the state? And, and the winner right now is VCU. And I think I agree with that. I do. I understand recency bias says the Dayton game was, was awful. Mm -hmm. But I have a feeling if we took VCU, Richmond, Virginia Tech, Liberty, Virginia, William & Mary, all the teams are considering, that happens to a lot of them as well. Maybe it's a varying different scores. Maybe Virginia doesn't give up as many as much as VCU. Maybe the run is not as long for Richmond because they're more veteran. But, like, that game is not indicative of how good or bad VCU is. It's just how good Dayton is. Yeah, it's a road test. I mean, Sporting News just put out their midseason All-America team and Obi Toppin's on first team. And he was banged up and he played pretty well. I just think that the guard play for Richmond has been better. I mean, Malik Crowfield is still hurt for VCU, so you got that to consider. Evans, not sure of his full health status. His numbers have dropped off. I mean, Gilliard just is just crushing him in assist-to-turnover ratio and in field goal percentage, two numbers I look at. I mean, I, I buy your ACC argument most years. I mean, I can't believe I am the power conference guy sitting here with you, the mid-major guy, and actually going to argue on this day that the Atlantic 10 has actually looked just as good as the ACC to me. Maybe not at the top. I could see, I totally agree at the top. There's only one team from the Atlantic 10, and then the ACC has three schools in Duke and Florida State and Louisville. But if you look inside the top 68 of the net, we're on the same page here. There's, there's an equal amount of teams. I think both leagues have six teams in the top 68 of the net rankings. So, yeah, I, I think the VCU is a good argument, and I, I just like to see a little bit more from their guard play before I was willing to, to go there. And I had them number one ranked last week, so they lost to Rhode Island and they lost to Dayton. They slid down a little bit this week. I said on my show, Richmond's got the best offense. I know that. They have the best offense in the state. They do. Although I would say William & Mary's offense is up there, and but I, I and I'm willing to recognize that. I just don't think – I can't trust the defense. If you put them up against a bigger team, they're not tough enough, and that's been an issue the past couple of years. And – Look, their free throw shooting has been ridiculous. So what is it? Is it last year's 60-something percent, or is it this year's 80-something percent? Like, I, I feel like it's there's going to be some regression to the mean, and I just – I trust VCU's style of defense more that they will force enough turnovers in a typical game. And my – I don't really have them ranked yet, but I would say, like, if we did the time dispatch invitational, mm -hmm. we had all eight teams, and we put them in, the, in a tournament setting at the Coliseum, neutral court, a.k.a. everybody gets the same amount of fans, so like VCU can't have more fans or whatever, that I just think VCU is the, is the best team in probably out of that tournament of eight. Well, VCU would have more fans just because their fans are more diehard. No, I'm not. We're not. There's no, there's be no sort of advantage whatsoever. That's why we're playing. All right, fine. We'll play it on the moon. I it's don't just care. Dead, dead atmosphere. No, no atmosphere. At or all. there's nobody there. Okay. I, no, I, I understand what you're saying. And I actually disagree with your free throw point about Richmond, but I do agree with your toughness point. And I think we saw that in the St. Louis game. There's still a lot to be desired there. But I just think that this Richmond team has gotten to a level of scrappiness to where I still think these two teams are going to split. Like when they play each other, it's going to be the home team wins each game. Probably. Yes.
I, I do agree that. And by the way, I, I mean, look, if it was a poll of five or six, I would have included Virginia. That's right. the thing that – and here's the one argument I don't want to hear. The Virginia fans said, we're national champions. Like, okay, oh, the, moment you, the moment you tipped off against Syracuse in New York in November, whatever, that, that's gone. Like, you don't get any credibility for that. Like, the Blues are not the number one in the power rankings because they won the Stanley Cup last year. The uh, Patriots are not the number one team in the power rankings because they won the Super Bowl last year. You don't get number one because you're the champion. You just wanted to slip a Blues reference in there because your Flyers beat my Blues 4-3 to three in overtime. You can have your moment there if you want that. No, that's all right. But I'm just saying, like, I, I just, Virginia, and I, last night, look, I'm not a Virginia fan. I'm not a Virginia hater. But last night, the turnovers they had were so awful at some points. And it's just something we're not used to from Virginia. And they're never going to take away the championship. They won that game. They won the tournament last year. Um, and by the way, also, if we're going to do the whole thing, like, hey, two years ago, you lost with 16 seed. So is it only a selective history we can use or, or what? No, I, I agree. I think Virginia fans need to pump the brakes a little bit there in that regard. But I just think that VCU hasn't shown me much improvement this year. That's what I look at when I watch them is even when they were winning, even excluding the Dayton game completely from it, I have not seen this team take a step in a, in a positive direction, kind of like UVA. I haven't seen much growth. Now, Thomas Walden Tensai yesterday did hit three three-pointers, but he was the only Virginia guy to make it. He'd just been awful all season in three-pointers. So if you talk about teams that are on the up-and-up, I think that's Virginia Tech, Liberty, and Richmond. Those are all the, those are the three teams, that, and even William Mary, like you said, those are the, the teams that have shown me actual growth throughout the, the trajectory of this season. So let me ask you this as we close things out here on the podcast, Matt Josephs, Andrew Wallace, who is the best tournament profile right now? That's a great question. I think I would have to lean. I think I might lean with Virginia Tech in terms of tournament profile. I mean, they got the win against Michigan State, and you also have had a pretty successful start to the ACC season. So, but I mean, Richmond's got Richmond's got some quality wins. I don't think any of these teams honestly have a great or amazing tournament profile. Like, I mean, Liberty lost their game against LSU. That was their only opportunity. I think I might have to go with Virginia Tech, especially projecting ahead just with the ACC talent that they're going to face kind of on the low end of the spectrum in the ACC in the next coming weeks. And by the way, Tech has three ACC road wins already. Yep. William & Mary has six or seven overall road wins. Now, granted, they missed their opportunities when they lost to Stanford and Oklahoma. Oklahoma yeah. And I'm not saying anybody's profile's finished. I'm just saying right now, if this was Selection Sunday... I mean, Virginia Tech probably has the best profile, and it probably is Virginia Tech and VCU who gets in, and that's it? Maybe, well, and Liberty, assuming they win their conference? I I think that, yes, Liberty, if they win their conference, I don't know. I I think that on this day, Richmond would get in. Like, I just feel like we're having a down year in terms of some depth in the power conferences, and I just feel like this is a year, and I've projected the A-10 to be a two-bid league the last two years. I'm looking at the A-10 as a four-bid league this year, Matt. Like, and I think St. Louis is going to have a lot to say with that for, for Richmond, if St. Louis keeps doing well and they can get in, it might actually even help Richmond in some capacity. I'm not buying Duquesne. I think you're so you're including Duquesne. So you have Duquesne, Dayton, VCU, and Richmond? Yeah, that's probably where I although I would probably for the A ten sake rather have St. Louis than Duquesne. I mean Duquesne needed a miracle to beat Fordham, basically. They needed overtime yesterday to beat Fordham. I uh I think it's Rhode Island. I think it's I think it's Rhode uh-huh. Island. I'm not a Duquesne guy. I don't think Duquesne nearly lost to Fordham at home. I know that that's you know one game, and I'm, I've preached don't go off of one game. But I just don't. Duquesne's beaten nobody. Um, I don't think Richmond's done enough yet. You can have a glossy record, but their best win was Wisconsin, Wisconsin. who's hot and cold. Uh, and then you know losing the Auburn game, losing the Radford doesn't help. 
Radford's not going to help you very much. Losing to Alabama doesn't really help until yesterday when Alabama upsets Auburn. So are you buying any of that logic? Does does a loss to Alabama because Alabama then beats Auburn, one of two undefeated teams left in college basketball this late in the season, does that help Richmond at all? I mean, the net rankings, it actually does if you look at them. I mean, quad one, you know, losses affect teams less. And then, you know, road losses affect them also less mathematically just based off those analytics. Sure, I could see that. Um, I could see that, but I, I just I, Richmond just has to take care of business, and yeah. like VCU just has to take care of business. Like they're in the eight to eight ten, they need to beat the teams above them and not lose to the Fordhams, not lose to the LaSalle's, not lose to UMass, St. Joe, whatever. If they keep doing that, then I think both of them make it, and then I think you know Virginia's in a different spot. Virginia, I mean, they pissed one away yesterday mm-hmm. because they had a shot yesterday. Their last remaining opportunities, they get Florida State at home on the 28th. They get Louisville home and road, and then they get Duke at home. Kihei Clark needs to learn to feed the post better, and there's no excuse for Tomas Walden-Tensai taking the ball up over half court and getting a 10-second violation with like a minute left. No excuse for that. Yeah, and certainly, um, yeah, yeah, those those things you'll want to take care of. All right, so uh, Black and Drew in the morning, 8 to 10, board to board to 3 to 4, hardly working 4 to 6. You can get more information. Feel free to tweet us, text us, whatever. Uh, We'll do this again next week. Thanks to uh, Andrew, and uh, we'll be back next week.